and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Fathomless, the tabletop podcast set in the world of Fielor. I am your storyteller and dungeon master, Darby. Joining me as always are Mitch playing Neris, Jake playing the Fishman, Laura playing Janice, and Zoe playing Loren. Let's jump into it. And in the immediate end of the conversation, Janice uh, reminded Neris that the team he had assembled all supported one another and that together they could change the world. So, Neris and Janice, we pick back up with the two of you in conversation. I think after hearing everything that Janice has just said, Neris is definitely quiet for a little bit and if you're looking at him there is an expression on his face that hasn't been there for a while mm, okay well to kick off the episode i might roll a cheeky insight check actually you know roll dice that's the, the thing we do no it's Just is trying curious. to hide it but he's not okay yeah all right let's see uh so that's a 15 from Janice. Natural one. Um, Sorry, Neris. <laughs> Tell me so all your Neris, secrets. Overarching, there is a uh, there is confusion um, and vulnerability that was there before, but now it's a different kind. And he does... You get a sense that he is trying to hide something, um, but you get a feeling that it is a certain level of respect and admiration. Excellent. Janus won't observe him for much longer. It's a quick glance. But he almost just sort of like nods at the silence. And then, because they're quite clo- he's standing quite close already to Neris, I believe at this point. So he just pats him on the shoulder and then sort of straightens up a little bit. Um, but doesn't step back. He's like, think on that. As for the events of just recently, what are your thoughts on the matter? This is, is something... Oh, sorry. It is unfortunate that we do not appear to be alone in our pursuits. No. Seems to be a completely different factor altogether, perhaps, as far as we know. And much more interesting, it is terrible what happened. But even when you strode out there, they did not seem to target you or the Orb of Power. Which just makes me wonder, it can't have been coincidence that they attacked but this was an attack to instill fear and pain in its pointlessness. Do you have any idea why? At the moment, I have some ideas, each one more confusing and raising more questions than the last. I suppose when you start with a man from the future that wears the same face as you, it is... opens up many doors to many impossible and strange theories and possibilities for anything, really. Indeed, see... Impossible is not anymore, and both that is something that I have not experienced for. Both frightening and endlessly exciting. 
there is a twitch in Naris's face when you say exciting, which because he rolled a one before. <clears throat> You've worked with Neris for a while. He, one of his flaws um, is also one of his greatest attributes in that he relentlessly pursues the knowledge of the unknown. Mm. If there is a puzzle to be solved, he wants to be involved in solving it. If there is something that is unknown, he wishes for it to be known. Janice's gaze sort of lingers again over his face and, uh, and then drifts down a bit and then just focuses back on Nerez's features instead. It must be a difficult time to be filled with such uncertainty and yet feel that pull of the potential. I can understand it myself. This, whatever we undertake, is going to take us into uncharted waters, and that is both terrifying and dangerous and endlessly fascinating. I can think of no one better than to travel it with me. It is a good team we have. You have assembled a very good team, and, if I may, thinking on your words earlier, you said that you wish to find out why you must fight. Perhaps until you need to never, never do it again. And that is enough. Your guilt for someone you will never become is enough. For now, we will do what we can to change the future. For now, all you need to do is find out what the next step is. Thankfully, the next step will be much easier to find. Mm. Thanks to our... Adventures in the caves. Yes. I am much interested to see the ship. I hope this much-fought-for orb will give us the magic we need to carve our path. Mm. So do I. I, um, I do believe in the knowledge that I have been given of this. I, however, cannot... It is difficult to fathom the amount of power that this crystal can hold. Just hope that it will be enough. Is this the most we can hope? May I ask you one more question? Of course. Since I left, have you still been dreaming? Neris is silent for a while, and finally he will respond in a manner of speaking. Like the hourglass? Things move so quickly we scarce had time to reconvene on that and what that might have all meant. I have been experimenting with magic and the mind. I feel there is potential that some of my visions are not my own. Some of the dreams are not my own. Ah. I'm trying to figure out whether or not they could have been shaped, designed, implanted. I see. So you can find out whether you can trust your own dreams again then. Whether they are painted by another hand. I think whether or not the dreams of my past have been tampered with, I may have found a way to shape those of the future. He nods down at you. His eyes light up a little bit. He is impressed. You don't need to roll anything to see that. He just nods. Well, you are full of surprises. It truly is incredible the amount of magic and potential you hold within you. A way to shape the future. A way to change dreams. 
a way to traverse through space. Independently, I hope to do all of those things. My magic at the moment is just traversing through the mind, if you will. Hmm. But we shall see. There is still work to be done on it. Well, I shall be interested to hear how you progress then. When, when it works, you shall be the first to know. <laughs> then I wish you the best of luck. And again, if you need any assistance in any of these things, or merely a shoulder to lean upon, I might be captain, but you are the director. We are on equal footing. Well, this was an enlightening conversation. Ah. Um, and you see we've arrived um, after walking um, at a rather well-to-do place. Jenna hmm. sort of snaps to attention with his arms behind his back as he looks up, but he looks... It's almost like a shadow kind of passes over his face as he observes this like yeah, quite well-to-do sort of locale. Thank you for escorting me. I have arrived safely, thanks to you. It is of no trouble. I am glad that there were no no entities bearing ill will. This will be safe for you. These are your lodgings of current. This is a safe place, yes. It is very grand. Indeed it is. Well, this won't look like a great deal at all then, but um, considering. And he uh, reaches into sort of like uh, like the side of where his like, breastplate is, and he pulls out a small bottle of whiskey and um, holds it out. He's like, for your dreams, regardless. Mm. Uh, Neris will control his emotions, but will subtly reach out and grab that bottle, yes. And he just sort of like stands there for a couple of beats more and just nods and is like, Well, have a good night then, Director. And you too, Captain. And Janice um, grins this big sharp tooth grin at him and nods again and then we'll stride out into the... Janice will watch Janice go and then we'll enter the abode. Do you do anything in particular upon your entry, Neris? Neris is going to try and study this rock. <laughs> um... We're first going to reach out to our, um, uh, I think currently unnamed, uh, patron who's been funding a lot of this, uh, whose house I'm currently in, uh, and the two of us will work on identifying the uses and, uh, benefits, practicality of this particular crystal. Okay. And do do you eventually find rest, or do you uh, stay up into the night? I think he would go to sleep because he's <laughs> he's had a big day. Okay, but it would be late in the evening, and he would wake up late in the morning. Okay, Janice, in returning to the tavern, is or I assume you return to the tavern, or do you do? Yeah, yeah. So. Janice, sort of the second that he like leaves Neris's sight, he sort of his features change, like shift to just become this like this nondescript sort of person as uh, a sort of like breeze of sea air sort of winds around him and changes his shape. And there's just like random like guy will return back to the tavern. At which point, uh, once he steps inside and sort of makes his way towards the uh, hallway where we're currently lodging, sort of steps around probably a bunch of like 
I don't know, dismayed staff members, possibly even some guards or something. He will then sort of shift and just nod and be like, oh no, no, I've got a room here. Um, oh, otherwise he'll just slink by. Um, and then he sort of will look around and fish out the little key that he was given and will go and kind of like stops by one of the doors, then kind of looks around and then just kind of like shrugs as if he's about to go and like knock on someone else's door. I was like, I don't know where everyone is. Um, so he just goes to his own room and he'll unlock it and go go in like so, or already sort of like unbuckling his arm up. Okay. Well, it took you damn long enough, says Loren from inside your room. Without even jumping, Janice doesn't even like turn around. He just like continues unbuckling his breastplate and then just like throws it off in a corner. It's like... How long were you skulking around there in the dark? I wouldn't call it... Turns around. I wouldn't exactly call it skulking. I was more just relaxing. She is like... She's wearing her normal, like, pants. She's not wearing shoes. She is wearing a fantasy sports bra. And, (laughs) like, her ears are out. Her gloves aren't on. This is like, this is sort of the state she was most often in at your place. And she's just kind of, yeah, like perched up like a little gremlin on like one of the chairs in the room, just drinking out of a flask that you know is full of vinegar. And then as she sits there and as you sort of get undressed, she just almost from nowhere just pulls out like a bottle of bourbon and just plunks it on the table next to you, like next to her and just goes, I got you a treat. <laughs> and Janice kind of like gives her like this long stare and then just like looks her over, pulls off and then he's already pulled off his breastplate, just like stretches off like the long sort of like one-armed <laughs> uh, little like undershirt that he has and just throws it off in a corner and then turns around um and like pulls out of his pocket like some like strapping or something like that and starts strapping up one of his uh, as he kind of like moves over he's like ah you got my favorite did you pay for that or did you steal it like a low down dirty pirate then well i think you'll find that there's nowhere really to give money in this place at the moment so i just sort of you know it's gonna save them time with the inventory later on so i don't really think they're gonna miss it uh, and he kind of like sits down on the bed and just starts, yeah, fully, like, properly strapping up sort of his arm, like his wrist. So he's like, ah, so an act of charity then. Good, good. I'm being a good person, you know, I'm trying my best. Trying your best. Well, you know, you're doing a very good job so far. Thank you. You and your seven, eight tigers, what were they? Uh, they were panthers, thank you. Oh, okay. Well, they were very blue for panthers. I mean, I don't. I fought a green panther once, not a blue one. Oh, all right. You'll have to, yeah. You haven't told me that one before. Yeah, so one time I had to take a, tre- a five-month trek to the Feywild, and, you know, they're all green there. Oh, mm. that's very fascinating. I have to visit the Feywild. No, that's just um, just a thing that uh, Triton are taught to do, but all our animals turn out a little fishy. Ah. Excellent. All blessed with the arms of Shognesh himself. Okay, we don't have to go that far. Come on. And he holds his hand out for the, the bottle that she procured. She uncorks it and just hands the whole thing to him. He goes, oh, so what took you so long? 
I was beginning to think Nurse must have floated away on a breeze and you had to catch him with a butterfly net. <laughs> oh, that is a good one. No, 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 no butterfly nets involved. No, just uh, walked him home. So make sure that the orb is safe, of course. And he takes a that's, swig of the drink. And that's very sweet of you. Well, it's a good investment. It certainly is. And no one attacked us, if that's what you're asking. Well, honestly, if someone had attacked you on the way there, that's just bad luck on all your parts at this point. That is very true. It has been a very long day. I don't think my patience would have lasted all that long either. (laughs) No, I don't think it would. She kind of nestles in her little gremlin, sit a little like knees up, feet on the chair, kind of chin in her hands. It's been a very long day, hasn't it? He just like looks up at the ceiling for a while and just takes a long deep breath in and then like exhales it. Yes, it has. What'd you see? In the in the cave. In the test. The trial. The trial of the sinks. That has a nice ring to it, I suppose. <laughs> a new story for you. Yes, of course. Didn't see anything. Just that. Mustn't be scared of nothing. Don't sort honestly- of- Sorry. He like sort of props himself up on one one arm and kind of like turns to look at her. Nothing at all. Wow, you must be fearless. Fearless mm-hmm. Loren of the Seven Seas. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, I don't know what you all are going on about. What do you see? Nothing at all. I'm also fearless. She kind of smiles a bit, but then like looks down. I saw her. Ex-captain. Her. You saw Cerise. Mm-hmm. He does sit up properly now. Kind of like kicks off his, um, like, boots for a moment and then turns fully to face her. Don't know why. One of your greatest fears. No, she's really not. I think it's pretty normal to be scared of her. Mm -hmm. I think that's an entirely rational response. I don't see why it's a greatest fear. That's true. She's very frightening. Went all right. Went all right then. All right. And she kind of rubs at the big cut that runs along her chin up onto her cheek. And if you... Notice she kind of shifts in her little crouch a bit and you can see that there's a big bandage patch on the side of her abdomen that was hidden before by her legs. He's almost halfway about to throw you some like um, bandaging and then just like just lets it drop on the bed and just folds his arms and sort of leans forward a bit more. Yeah, about that good then. Yeah. But if it makes you feel any better, it was my family. Oh, fuck. Yes, um, not just normally. They were changed, sort of like the creatures we just fought here, in a way. I'm sorry. We got through the test, didn't we? Or most of us. Most of us. Still that. That's a pretty shit house, Jens. It's very, very shitty, yes. No, I agree. You okay? He just shrugs. About the same. Uh, we'll get there. How's the old wave holding up? Narrow. Aye. It's about the size of a paper wave. He looks down at like the bottle he's holding with one hand, takes another like little swig and just shrugs. I think he'll be alright. But probably not too great either, I think. I don't imagine he would. Yeah, no. Be go a bit easier on tomorrow, alright? Why do you think I'm insulting him now? Ah, uh, true, true, true. Do you have any other zingers to get out here? Or, you know, that's what the kids call it, right? Oh, God. It, you have kids. You yes. know they've never called it a zinger in their lives. Yes, but one of them might. Maybe. Sounds cool, doesn't it? No. It's a fun word. All right, all right. All right, any other nearest zingers? Um, 
The butterfly one was pretty good. Uh, thank you. You know, I've had a lot. And I've had a lot of death today. I can really only think that he sort of reminds me of if a pencil was a person. And that's all I've really got. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. But yes. Thank you. Perhaps we can give it a rest just for a bit. And there has been an awful lot of death today. She kind of pauses midway to bring her drink to her mouth and puts it down on the ca- on the little table next to her and then just kind of wraps her arms around her knees. There sure was, wasn't there? Hey. What? What are you thinking about? Oh. As she like mimes the little chest bursters. Yeah, no, that was not good. I've not really fought that much where there have been so many casualties for no reason at all. No. It... I don't know, maybe a past version of you from a far more tragic story would relate to this. I'm not used to there being so much death in a room and not having a way to stop it. Yeah, no, I get that. It's certainly different when you're on the other end. Man, is this what all the ships we boarded felt like? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found pretty soon after I got kicked off mine and sort of had to re learn a lot of things and reevaluate a lot of things that um once you sort of start to realize what the other half kind of feel like it actually isn't as much fun anymore you know all well, the plundering and looting and all that well it's i feel guilty i feel responsible Oh no, oh no, Loren, you know what this means? You what? know what this means? What, Janice? He leans forward and, like, um, grabs her by the shoulder. It means that you're growing a conscience. No! No! Oh, <laughs> no, yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, but how could you do this to it's me? It's irrevocable proof. No. I told you it was happening, and now look, here it is, you feel bad for people who being maimed for no reason that we mm. couldn't save. There's a scallywag, I gotta go stab him. Make myself feel better. Yeah, you can punch me if you feel like you'd feel like it. Oh, I'd break me on hand. You precisely would. Is this what you felt like all the time? Yeah. Sometimes I still do. Unfortunately, having kids in a family sort of makes it worse sometimes. God. Sometimes you sit there and go, wow. All those people that were in this right tavern here that we're staying in probably all had families of some kind. That's well, pretty fucked, but it is. All I can tell is that this was a random act of violence. Who knows what the real reason was? They didn't steal anything. They didn't try to target any of us. Mm. A weird look passes over her face, and she goes, "Yeah, yeah, mm. no reason. What? What's that look for? What look?" You're doing the look like, um, oh, you know the look, no. the look that my children have been learning. Hey, you said I was allowed to teach them anything I wanted as long as it wasn't a swear word in common. So, oh, yes, so. So yes. what if I taught them a thing or two about how to lie? That's my prerogative. That's mm, all right. Bob looks very cute when he tries to say he hasn't eaten any out of the cookie jar, so it's fine. True. Why are you making that face? Well, one, you should really keep an eye on Michaela. That girl's a natural. Uh, she's far too similar to me. That's true. I, she could do to take after her mother a little more. Hmm, well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? But, um, she kind of looks at the ceiling, takes a huge swig of vinegar, pulls a face. 
What if it wasn't random? You ever thought otherwise? Or what if Nerys probably going to think it's about the rock? And I don't know, Fishman's probably going to think it's about something to do with him that is going to give him cause to like run off into the wilderness and chase after the big bad guy and have a tea with him. And I don't know, Alton's probably going to think it's just like the man or something because everyone's the man when you're Alton. And I don't know what you think. But... Hmm. Honk! <laughs> and what but, do you um, think? Sorry. Exley was here. I'm the only one he's met before properly. Oh, yes, you're right. That underwater cave. Underwater cave. He... What if... And she, like, starts getting very fidgety. I don't want to sound self-obsessed. What if I'm the problem? What if it's me? I'm the issue. What if this isn't just a random attack? What if this is the champion of a god getting that god's general to fuck up some shit where I just happen to be? Jess kind of just, like, observes her for a couple of seconds of quiet and then leans forward and just, like, pats her on the shoulder again and just holds her shoulder. Do you think she'd do that to you? I didn't think she was my greatest fear. Sometimes fear can be mixed up with many things. Like what? Well, you know what my theory is. But oh, know. don't you start. Don't <laughs> And she, like, pushes his arm off. Don't you start... Stormbreaker, oh, I can't gosh. deal with your theories about me non-existent love life right now. All right, all right, I won't pry into your love life mm. then. That's fine, that's fine. But regardless, that sucks. It does. I personally think it was a random attack because that's what I have to believe. I think until we found out otherwise, I don't think she's going to appear out of nowhere. I don't think she's going to send some moldy robot thing after you. In the cave, your family. Yes. Did you think they were real? Yes. When did you realize they weren't? I sort of always knew, I suppose. Well, I suppose the reason, the time, the moment that I had to know and had to act as if they weren't real was when I had to start attacking them. I'm sorry. When Don't did you? Shrug, let yourself feel your shit. I just. Oh, I'll do that. It's not. I'm scheduled for you know Wednesday. It's not a Wednesday yet, so I can't do that. Fantasy Wednesday, of course. Fantasy Wednesday, of course. Mm-hmm. When the Sphinx told us, that's when I realized you believed her. The only thing I didn't believe was that she'd back off. Oh, and he sort of like puts down the little bourbon bottle. <laughs> very carefully <laughs> on the bed and then just like stretches out like normally I'd say just drink more of this but here we go and he stretches, stretches his arms out and pulls her in for a hug whether Aww. she wishes to or not <laughs> she Yoink. lets herself be yoinks and is just like oh Janice you huge half naked root sorry sorry Grunt. too bad you're growing a conscience you have to get used to this now no no and she hugs him like a normal person. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Tomorrow will be a better day. We worry about what comes after then. If we can keep the body count below 19 and the man technically in charge of us, I think we're doing great. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great, honestly. Um, that will be our personal goal. Less than 19 deaths tomorrow. That would be great. I'm sure there's a good story out of that somewhere, but not tonight. We'll find it someday. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Anytime, sister. Now. And he turns, he kind of like half turns it towards and looks out the window. He's like, 
All right, so you can sort of see how it's like a little bit windy here. Mm. Now, you can't bring this up, but I'm pretty sure at one point there was a small gale and it did almost lose some Nerys' footing a little bit, so I probably should get an umbrella, like one of those butterfly catches around. I knew it. I knew (laughs) that little waif was going to fly away one day. Oh, when he does, I have to be there. I want to grab onto his ankle like he's a balloon. It's all right, I'll catch you. So you can enjoy it for the couple of Okay, all right. That's all enough right, for now. All right, all right. <laughs> he kind of like nudges her hard on the side and then just starts chattering about some stupid thing as he points, like just pointing it to like clouds outside. Like, oh, did you know this formation is called named after me, of course. <laughs> yeah, they. Loren eagerly listens and and accepts all stories, true or otherwise. <laughs> all right, Fishman. Is there anything in particular that you are doing? Is this the day after, or is this still still the the night of? This is still the night of. Um, Yeah, no, he's probably going to have an early night um, and do his preparation. I'm not entirely sure. A fishman isn't entirely sure, like, what will happen when he wakes nowadays because he hasn't got all of his pre-written gibberish all over the walls and roof and such um so he'd probably be taking some extra precautionary measures um making sure that you know he can write something on the ceiling even if it's on like something temporary that he can pull down afterwards but yeah he'll probably spend some time preparing that and then yeah go to sleep specifically i guess phrases like hondi breath and all that so neris as you are resting you find yourself uh, in a vision, in a similar space, the, uh, the sands of time flowing around you, and you see the familiar figure of your older self, uh, dubbed within this point in the timeline, Latian Tolceres. So, you have finally seen the next thing, what he is capable of. What did you do? I did nothing. I have been where you are, Neres. You have not yet been able to make the decisions that I have had to make. You have not yet seen what is to come, and what should come should we fail to stop. We have a destiny, you and I, and it is rushing towards you. I know you think me a villain, I am merely doing what must be done at the sake of all reality. Why are you afraid of the gods? What did they do to us? What do you know? of the history of the gods. I only know the creation and some of them disapproving of what we have become, but only stories. Do you know why the gods upon the material plane? I do not. Because those of them with sense realize that they were a liability to existence. They sealed the more unbridled of their rights away before going into their own exile, never to return. Elements of magic keeps them at bay, have fragmented. That is natural, but magic is unpredictable in the grand scheme of the universe. It is imperfect. Has its own, like everything else, degree of entry. 
but the power of God's enough that uh, without uh, interfering, the natural course of humanity will have run before that of entropy completely diminishes the barrier. There is still so much to learn. Did you, you know where I have been? I know where you have been. I know where you are now. I know. Think that you can avoid the coming. in the Sphinx's trial. Unrivaled destruction. And you would do anything to stop that? I would. I am. I will do anything to stop mine. Then you must understand. Rose destruction. Unfortunate, yes. Their continued existence would have proven problematic in the events to come. They have... What do you know of animals? I know... Some, I know it is completely different to any other form of magic that I've seen. I know that it is important to those. I, I know that it was part of Rue, and I know that you have taken that from them. What I don't know yet is why. Animancy is the most raw and primal magic that exists upon the material plane. It is drawn from the entropy of the divine barrier itself. Those who draw their power from it threaten the superiority of that barrier. Is that why you had to take it from Ru? So that nobody else could? It was the only way. Very few Animances reach the level of power that we would have while being as active as we were. I have great faith that that was one of the key factors in, in the destruction of the divine barrier. What? What if there was any other way? Perhaps something you miss? To think that I have not explored the options? I am you, Maris. Do you, have you ever known yourself to rush into an answer? I have known myself to make mistakes. There was no other way. Is there still time, or are we spiraling on a path now? That has yet to be determined. There's an ebb and flow, a push and pull. Every action that we take, I abide fine. But ultimately, there is a force working against us that would seek to tear down the divine barrier and whatever element of resources it could do so. Is that what this? 
Exley individual wants. Exley is not this planet originally, but has in history in the shadows a great influence upon it. He fostered and nurtured the divinity of one Conrad Savoy, aiding the dark god in his apotheosis from the shadows. I do not know the full story, but I know that once Conrad was sealed away, Exley began work on bringing him back to the divine material. Sadly, any successful attempt will also result shall we say, free passage for all the gods and everything will become the royal and to yourself. So he must be stopped. Yes. For when he succeeds, he will bring about a second age of clownage with much more devastating results than the original. I have seen it with my own eyes. And that is why I'm here, doing all that is in my power. Correct where I went wrong. So, it seems as if we have our work cut out for us then. We do. I've always loved puzzles. You will learn to hate this one. And the future nearest before you dissolves into sand and disperses within the sands of the hourglass around you and... As you see, specks of green sand mixed in with the brown going down, down, down the center of the sands of time. You eventually find yourself awake the new morning. Well, that's exciting. <clears throat> Anaris will wake up. He's just sort of going to sit up, just bolt upright in his bed and just play back that memory of the dream that he had and he probably spends 20-30 minutes just going over that again and again, just the key points just everything that is important and one piece of the puzzle that has just always been missing just one piece of a thousand just gets slotted into place and and he thinks and he just kind of cracks his neck a little bit like he's prone to do when he's thinking a lot about something and he almost feels like he's got a new sense of purpose like he's he understands that potential a little bit more he finds that that power that growth almost within himself and he blinks a couple of times and it's almost unnerving he kind of rubs his forehead as he remembers a little story that many years ago a gnomish mentor taught him about divination and the powers that it can have the ability to the ability to see and the opportunities that that creates and as he blinks a couple of times he gets this ability to almost choose a focus when he wakes up his mind is clear his vision is sharp almost sharper than what it was before and he can see perfectly in this room in this 
dark room with no windows he can see perfectly and he just thinks and that's all that i think is where we're gonna leave it for this episode see you next week everyone thank you for joining us thanks gang there's so much happening yep and if anyone's wondering where Alton is, he is sleeping. You'll see him next episode. Yes, <laughs> yes the uh, the fatigue. Some of us up go to, to bed him. at a reasonable hour. Mm. All right. About one of us is Alton. Sorry for listening. Oh, Sorry for listening. Have week, a good week, guys. everyone. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>Oh, I think also we can tack on as well that like uh, Neros and Janice were just speaking as well. Then um, Janice had basically just um, offered to. I basically said something along the lines of like, you know, you don't like if you feel like if you feel like alone, like there your crew are here for you, and I will be your shoulder to lean on, pretty much as well, because that was the direct lead into that scene. It was hella inspirational. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Together we shall change the world. I've got so much water. Well, at least you'll be in character for Nerys now. Just like slightly moist and grumpy. <laughs> Incredibly panicked at everything falling apart. Yeah, no pressure. Oh my god. <laughs> you can probably look back <laughs> at the recording and see the exact moment where everything fell. <laughs> <laughs> and me making the uh, the mental decision of do I like just try and clean it up quietly or do I just full panic? I think it's a mixture of the two. Look, that's that's always a good combo, really. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, that's that was a note that I'm sure was important, but that's okay. All right, that's as good as we're getting it. Okay, we're back. I'm so sorry. I need water. Rip. Um, we'll try and not spill this one. Make no promises. An entity of chaos. All right. Good luck.